Welcome to Food Fun Addicts with the always hungry Matt Hawkman. What is my phrase? Let's get one for the table. Exactly. Let's get one for the table. And the guy that knows how to cook it all up. It's very important that you put in the love. When you put in the love, people taste the love, people feel the love. Jay Shapiro. Welcome to Food Fun Addicts. All right, everybody. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Food Fanatics. I'm Matt Hawkman. And I'm Jay Shapiro. And we have a little extra grease on our face right now because I thought as I was passing the McDonald's on the way to get here, it'd be a good idea for food fanatics to try these new chicken sandwiches that just started getting promoted two weeks ago. Can I interrupt you for one sure. minute? To say we have grease on our face is not a fair statement. You're going to see a post come out tomorrow on Food Fanatics. Messy Matt here had a little mayo tartar sauce. No tartar sauce. No tartar Mayo on the corner of his beautiful little fleece sweatshirt that I snapped a picture. It'll be perfect. So I got no grease. You're greasy. Um, (laughs) So, all right. And also joining us is our fine engineer, William Smith. So... What I did was picked up a couple of sandwiches. The boys didn't know I was doing this. They were packed nicely. He, we, he, 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 he unzipped his jacket, and it looked like he was bringing out a gun or something. And he, <laughs> he brought out a McDonald's bag. We're like, what the hell is this? So then continue. So what we had was we just tried these about 12 minutes ago. We cut it into fourths. Is the new McDonald's spicy chicken sandwich and the new McDonald's Deluxe chicken sandwich. Bill. Yes. Your thought on the spicy. The spicy seemed plain to me, but um, spicy. But uh, as I mentioned earlier to you, uh, when I was chewing away, I got more heat and less chicken flavor than I liked. But the the bun was really good. Yeah, both of the buns seem to be a nice potato bun. Yeah. The deluxe, there were notes of the Big Mac, the uh, that the, the sauce there, the, the mayonnaise. But the chicken flavor was very good. I mean, I'd give it a ten. I would, I would buy that again. A ten? Yeah, I'd buy it again. Yeah, a ten. A ten. Boy, you've really been stuck home during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> he might have hit the Dr. Fauci. I won't tell you. Yeah, yeah. I won't tell you what I have been eating. But yeah, I, I would eat that again. Yep. Jay, what did you think? I thought that the spicy had some giddy up, and it, was it a fake giddy up? It was so. Very good point. It had. A little too much. They could have toned it down a little. It had a little burning flavor. Like it, it looked like it was whipped together. It wasn't. It wasn't cultivated properly. I think it was too strong, to be honest with you. And I do think there was a difference in the chicken. That the spicy wasn't as thick as the classic. You said the deluxe. The deluxe. So the deluxe. The deluxe had a nice coating and nice crispiness. I took the side of the bun off that had the mayonnaise because I don't like mayonnaise. And I well, you're also in. a no carb guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I popped it in. I thought it was, um, I thought it was tasty. I, I really did. It, visually, it was nice. That deluxe piece of chicken and the McDonald's deluxe was a fairly sizable chicken breast, and it definitely didn't look like different parts glued together. I mean, that was a real chicken breast. Yeah. And the spicy one, I agree with you. It, it wasn't like a natural hot. It, was, it tasted more like a hot sauce that came out of a packet. 
But there you have it. We've been and funny. We were laughing about the commercial because those McDonald's commercials are pretty entertaining right now with the fry. The most stolen fry in America is the greatest line. I love that. And if you guys have seen the one where the driver and the person in the passenger front. Are they putting their hands towards the back like, as the kids are eating their fries? Think of how many of us have done that. You just put that hand back. People know what you're doing. Are they getting any fries or are they coming out empty-handed? Well, they're not getting them in my car. <laughs> so, Jay, I know that you were busy this past week, busy going to different establishments to do what you do so well. So tell us about your week from a food standpoint. It's kind of, we've talked about it a lot. I keep going back to the same establishments. You do. <laughs> it's kind of getting tiring, but I'm going for the for the things again, the two things. I'm going for the things. Those things are called wings. Went back to Mayfowl Poultry for big-ass wings. All right, so tell us about how did you prepare the wings. Jay sent me a text yesterday. He was cooking 10 pounds of chicken wings. I cooked five and someone else cooked five. And that we brought them over, and we had a little, not a not a competition, but a taste off, and they were they were tasty. We went with a nice Italian herbed dry rub, medium low on the grill for a while. They got a nice char flavor, really really flavorful. So there was some a, a little olive oil, garlic, fresh lime juice, rosemary, thyme. Smashed garlic, mustard, honey mustard, Worcestershire, and that's pretty much probably a couple other things, and that was it. And then we went with the classic. Oh, this is a good call. Robbie used all the uh, Frank's Red Hot, and he didn't let us know that we were out of the Frank's Red Hot, so I had to make and a And Robbie home, being your oldest my son. My oldest son. And so we had to make on the fly a buffalo hot sauce that actually came out nice. We used Louisiana hot sauce, crystal hot sauce, Trader Joe's chili sweet and, uh, sweet and sour sauce, added a tiny bit of honey in it, melted a little bit of butter. It turned out to be a great hot sauce. And then the other couple who brought over, the father-daughter came over, made a really, really good buffalo style and made a barbecue style from the air fryer. He would both of his were in the air fryer. So you had four different kinds of wings? Four different kinds of wings. And then we had a really big, great fresh salad. So sitting outside, it was a little chilly, sunny but chilly. No chilly eating, but we we had a great afternoon. And one more thing, we did yeah. go over to across the street to the New Deal Fish Market. If anyone is in the Boston area or in Metro West or anywhere, you need to go check out New Deal Fish Market. What town is that in? In Cambridge. That's in Cambridge, Mass. Right on Cambridge, on Cambridge Ave, I believe, in Cambridge, Mass. And honestly, they're the real deal, guys. Fresh, fresh, fresh. Check out Food Fanatics on Instagram. I posted a picture on some of the some of the eats that I made on Saturday. And that's food.fanatics. F-U-N-A-T-I-C-S. So, Matt... You seem pretty excited and riled up from this past week. <laughs> you looking, you looking kind of svelte too. You looks like you took off a few pounds, except for the chicken sandwich that we just ate. Where, where, where did you wine and dine? Um, you know, I did not have the adventure that you did. I am fortunate that people do the cooking for me. 
Let's see. Saturday evening, we went to another couple's house very safely and outdoors, and we were the guests, and they made a fantastic, I don't know if it was a tenderloin or what kind of beef it was, on the grill, sliced with the chimichurri sauce. Ooh, love a chimichurri sauce. And it was really, really good. Did the chimichurri have a little heat to it? Yeah. And it had that nice, beautiful green color. It's really and uh, it almost looks, when you first see it, as pesto. Right. But it's not even thick. It's not as thick as no, pesto. No, no, no. You know what? With the pesto, do you like pesto? I, I like a little pesto. I find pesto too thick and too overpowering. It can be really, really over overbearing. I agree with that. I think homemade pesto is really tasty. So that was... So, um, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. Tenderloin should be cooked medium rare to rare. I assume you went, you like it medium to medium well. You were eating the ends. Well... It, when we sat down, the meat had been sliced, and what was beautiful was our hostess actually knew I liked it cooked a little more. She kept the grill on? So she cooked it a little more, and it, it was delicious, and I appreciated the extra love, Julianne. Really did a nice job. Uh, what else? You know what? I hit my favorite bakery, and I had some fantastic... Fantastic baked goods. I had been in the house all day working on Friday at around 5.20. I just needed to get out of the house. And I told Donna, I'll be back in about half hour, 45 minutes. So I just was taking a ride around. I was listening to uh, some sports radio. And I figured, ah, you know what? Take a ride over to the bakery. I know they're open till 7. And I went in. Donna's not a huge sweets lover, but I knew there was a couple things there she liked. So I got her a few chocolate and apple cinnamon rugula, and then I had a beautiful apple cinnamon Danish. That Who's was... eating Danish at 5.30 on a Friday night? Well, you should be having like a scotch or a <laughs> glass of vodka or something. That is the difference between you and I. There is an issue for both of us, but right. you you have cheese I'm in and the crackers. Minority, I know. Jesus, cheese and crackers or something? No Danish. Hi, sir. Can I get you anything? Yes. Do you have any Danish? Um, so I had already made the decision that I wasn't having dinner. So I knew I I had already asked Donna. You know, what do you feel like doing for dinner tonight? And she said, you know what? I'm not really that hungry. Uh, I ate whatever. And I said, okay, fine. So I'll be back in a little bit. So I knew did that you, my baked goods did were going to be Did you eat it in the car? Of course. <laughs> I wanted to get out of the house. And so I just took a ride over. Did you take I, Lily? No. No, I needed a I needed a break from the dog. You know, and I don't want to so, give up half of my apple cinnamon. Right. How many did you take down in your car? Since we're going down this and be honest. I will be honest. Here's what I here's exactly what I did. At this particular bakery, it's uh called Cheryl Ann's in Brookline, Mass. And Cheryl Ann's, you're getting a call. You're gonna have to sponsor us. That's right. Because they have gotten mentioned a few times. 
So here's what I did. They give you each item, probably because they're trying to protect people from nut allergies. So every item goes in its own bag. So one bag had the arugula for Donna. And for those that don't know what arugula is, it's a um, a nice pastry dough. Our listeners know what arugula is. Move on. And it's filled with sugar, uh, apples and uh, or chocolate or whatever, and it's rolled up. It's tasty. And you eat them in two bites. So one bag had the arugula. One bag had my beautiful apple cinnamon Danish, and the other bag had, of course, the hermit, because their hermits are so big and so soft. I love them. So I was being strategic. How many hermits? One hermit. One hermit. Okay. So I go out to the car, and I'm being strategic. So I figure, you know what? If I put it in the trunk, I'm not going to overdo it. So I purposely took my Apple cinnamon Danish brought that bag into the front with me. And that was it. Finished that, was reading through the New York Post, and was like, hey, you know what? I gotta go back to the trunk. Just break off a little you piece. You can't break off a little piece. So I broke off, I broke off a little piece of the hermit, and I took one of the four rugula. So I figure, okay, so I get back in the car, I'm still listening, I'm reading something else. I had a good parking spot so I could see people coming into the shops and the strip mall. And I don't know, it disappeared. I don't know what happened to it. (laughs) So long story short, I ended up going home with one bag. <laughs> with two rugulas. Uh, two and a half. <laughs> and two and a half rugula. So, you know what? I tried. That was it. And then, oh, and I uh, would be remiss if I didn't say I actually had a fantastic chicken dish, Jay Shapiro style, meaning on the bone. Donna one night made Moroccan lemon chicken. And so it's a chicken breast on the bone. And had never seen this before. It's cooked with uh, pitted olives, sun-dried tomatoes. But what's interesting is preserved lemons. Have you ever cooked with preserved lemons? I have not. But you know of it. I've heard of them, and I've seen them. I've never cooked with them. A preserved lemon, it gives such a great, great flavor. It comes in a container in lemon juice, and it's really tart. But it gives great, great flavor. So Moroccan lemon chicken that Donna cooked, and that would um wrap it up. I mean, nothing else on the adventurous side. Oh, I did have a fantastic slice of pizza Saturday afternoon with pepperoni cups. As we've talked about, where'd people, you, where'd, where'd you go for it? Well, you know, I, you have not been there yet. It's stashes, and I went in and I met somebody for a slice. And I was so excited. The cups and the cups, so they curled up burnt, and they were bur- burned oh. and browned. And what happens when your pepperoni cups give off that extra grease? Do it, not, do not, do not pat it dry. I'm eating it as is. Now, I, I am all, almost always against patting, of course, because you always screw up the slice. Have you ever had situations where you have such a puddle and the pizza is still really hot? that you could, almost like playing the game Operation, you could get in there with the napkin and not set anything so off. It would almost like be taking the corner of the napkin and blotting it into the cup till you get the grease out? Uh, yeah, or right in between two pepperoni cups where there's uh, some pooling of the oil. No, I'm going Okay. In. So you went pool, you went pool, you you were pooling. I did a drop of pooling like a stealth. 
I can't say that I'm a stealth that often, but on this, I went in with the corner of the napkin just to get, because it literally, it would have spilled as the slice was risen. And you know what? I, and you and I have eaten so many things over the years. Do you ever fold your slices? Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a, big, I'm a big folder. I, I don't think there's any other way to I eat them. I don't like to fold the pizza because I feel like you're it's losing half the pizza. Well, it depends on the type of slice. That That's a whole topic for another discussion, maybe. We did just sort of touch on that a few times. Folding, it depends what type of pizza it is. If you fold, you just go with the crust fold. Hang on one get... sec. This, it's, this is a really, really big, big oversized slice Italian, really thin. So there's a big flop. So the flop, so you sort of have to give a little fold in the crust, and then you got to use your other hand to prevent the flop and guide it carefully into your mouth. But so would you? So would you go full fold? No, no, never go full fold. I go like a fold into the crust so that it you get a better grip. By doing that, you got to be careful though with that little crease. You can have grease drippage off the back running off the crust. Right. It becomes like a funnel. A big funnel. Exactly. Like when people set up the different uh, liquor luges. Exactly. You could have a, a burnt cup luge. luge. <laughs> exactly. So getting into our meteor topic, that is not meteor as in outer space. That is meteor as in M-E-A-T-I-E-R. You and I were chatting, and you know we were thinking, what do people have in the refrigerators? And would they be able to so make be, a meal on the fly? So would you say fridge, freezer, cabinets overall to make a meal on the fly? Like you can use all your components where you store food. Is that a fair? Sure. I mean, it's our game. If you would like to say that your version uses the refrigerator, the freezer, and the pantry. Because you need to get spices. You need to get, you know, certain things to to make what you're going to do. But you're almost not a fair person to play this because being a lover of cooking, there's no question your house is always going to be stocked with something if god forbid you couldn't get out for a week we're gonna have you're gonna be okay right. so this would always be in my house okay as, as standard go-to staple items always have some fresh veggies always have some salads salad stuff between romaine arugula or iceberg always some cucumbers always in abby eats these like grapes fresh sugar bomb tomatoes they're the sweetest tomatoes in the plastic container unbelievable always have some fresh herbs like thyme rosemary basil parsley cilantro always garlic bulbs always shallots always and then we also always have a nice selection of cheeses and then in the freezer there's always like pieces of chicken breasts spatchcocks in in a cryovac chops or steaks or hamburgers that we'll buy and make and freeze them soups chili and some sauces like uh pasta sauce that's always there and then but this is like a restaurant no, kitchen. But the most, average person does not I'm have. I'm going to say, but I, don't dis I disagree. I think a lot of people have it. They don't realize it. I'm thinking that they have it and don't realize it. So if you're coming home from work, and I think this would be a great game show, and people say they think they've seen it, but I've never seen it. If I was to knock on your door, let's say I'm going to knock on your door. It's like the show Three's Companies. Come and knock on our door. <laughs> So I bet I could knock on your door, spend like 10 minutes going through your cabinets, your pantry, your fridge, your freezer, 
And then within a half hour, 40 minutes, I could whip up a meal. That's assuming then that somebody's going to have a protein in their I, I, refrigerator. Well, or freezer. Yeah, or freezer. See, I think that more people tend to live the chopped lifestyle, meaning, okay, Jesus, it's, we are. It's uh, 3 o'clock. What are we having for dinner? The phone rings. What are we having? What do you want for dinner tonight? So you got to go to the market in, like in the European style, you're going to the market to to shop for dinner that night? Or are people going to, to the market and get prepared dinners for food for dinner that night? No, I just think if it was 3 o'clock and somebody said, all right, our plans changed and I don't have any way to get to the supermarket, I have to make something right now out of what is available in my pantry or in my you refrigerator could do it. You, you could make you have pasta, you have olive oil, garlic, you have all the stuff. You could make a great pasta dish in one second. You could. I you think, could, could you? you? You know what? It's funny. Donna said that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just because I like to eat it and have somebody make it. I'm throwing out a challenge yeah. to you. You have a week till our next show. Yeah. You're gonna make Donna a dinner one night. And I want a review of what you're going to make. And we may have to call Donna for the review and let her give an unbiased view. You're going on the spot for a challenge. Do you accept the challenge? I accept the challenge, and I am going to make a lovely Chinese meal. <laughs> I just have to throw the containers away. <laughs> yes, honey, I made this egg roll. I wet the sides no, no, of you're the avoiding, egg roll wrapper. You're, you're avoiding that you're avoiding. Yes, no, I will do that. I think That's it's a, a good idea, and Donna would get such a kick out of it. I will absolutely. But you I can't tell dinner. her what you're making. You're, Fine. You cannot tell her what you're making. That, besides a mess. Yes. And hold on. And you need to make sure that. Your kitchen is cleaned up, and you're doing you're doing the cooking and the cleaning, and you're gonna give her the royal treatment. This is a not a nice statement that I'm gonna say, so I apologize up front. It's fine. You should probably just bring in a pizza to keep it in the oven, just in case. I'm not so sure that she's gonna be satisfied. Yeah, well, you know what? She's probably not gonna love most of the stuff I make. Well, wait it's a minute. You gotta gonna make. Be... You need to make something that she likes. Yeah, not about I will. what you. I think this is a fun, creative thing, and this actually would be a great contest. Could you imagine? If, thinking big picture here, if we could do a promotion, as more and more people get vaccinated, we could have some great fun where you've won dinner with the food fanatics and you and I go to somebody's house and, not and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Exactly. I will sit and entertain them and you will be in the kitchen sweating and cranking out a great meal. Yeah, but we should do that. Yeah, Maybe come that. summertime where, you know, we could keep it outside and we will provide all the food. You know, we Absolutely. do have a, we have a very extensive Food Fanatics expense account. So uh, that is not a problem at all. I tried to get Matt to approve like a $15 charge, and he said no. <laughs> <laughs> I named a bunch of stuff that I know is always in my house. Yes. Could you name ingredients that are that are living, breathing in your cabinets, in your fridge, in, in your freezer that you could go to? Yes. Like I hope there's nothing living in my pantry. Absolutely. By the way, if you ever need a box of stock, 
certainly must have 20 boxes of stock. Stock is very key, I know. Yeah, I know, I know it. I know where there's more stuff in that house, in the kitchen. I just don't play around with it. But yes, so I love this idea in this challenge. You and should see his smile on his face right now. He is really getting excited for this challenge. Yeah, and I, what night will it be? We, we, I want tonight. No, no, you can't do it tonight. I know. Be gotta, what night will it be? Will it be a Friday night to set off the weekend? It could be. It could lead to like a little romantic interlude if you do it right. Ah, uh, let's see. I'm going to. I am going to say this is going to be a midweek activity. Okay. Midweek activity. So, so should we say Thursday night fights? Like Thursday, you know, Thursday night at the Hawkman's dinner goes down? No, because it's supposed to be like in the low 60s Thursday. So may actually look to go outside to eat somewhere on a Thursday. Very nice. That's There you go. Yeah, no plan or anything, but when I saw the weather, I was thinking, be a good night to just be outside. I will figure it out, and it's going to happen. Great. And once it happens, you need to text me or call me. Tonight's the night, and you can share with me what you're cooking so that I can I, – I want to know what's on the menu, where, to, and I won't say a word to anyone until after the fact. Okay. All right. All right. Done. Done. Challenge accepted. I love that. There will that. be pictures. Hopefully Donna doesn't get sick. Exactly. And don't forget, you should probably pick up a nice bottle of wine for the occasion. And pick up a couple of danishes. <laughs> if you want the danish, sure. That's part of the meal. So, no, that's a uh, that's a fun challenge. Good thinking, Jay. By the way, I was remiss last week when we were talking about buffets. My Uncle Sheldon down in Maryland, who passed away a few years ago, he is who introduced me to the buffet, and I was remiss, and I can't believe I didn't think of it. So to Uncle Sheldon's family down in Washington and Florida and Maryland, my apologies. I enjoyed many a buffet at the Washingtonian Hotel, and my Uncle Sheldon was an extremely successful dentist, but he loved going to cheap restaurants and the hot shop every time i would go down and visit my cousins and my aunt and uncle he would we would go to this place called the hot shop if you ever google it it comes right up it was like a cafeteria he thought eating there we would go there for thanksgiving to the hot shop so uncle sheldon god bless you anyway and, but and i felt funny that, you mentioned that andrew shapiro yes my youngest son i asked him about the buffet what did you think of the show? He goes, you know what? It was a very entertaining show, but I don't think I've ever been to a buffet. He's like, where would I have gone? I've never. And I'm like, I never have been with him to a buffet. He's never been to a buffet. What about a hotel over the years? Not really. Like a, a breakfast buffet, like a little thing where the eggs are in the chafing dish and bacon. And that's not All a right, so not a nice hotel. No, 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 no. He's never been to one. Sounds like a road trip. I'll join I, you. It sounds like I feel bad. I really felt bad. You should. Your son has been very deprived in his 25 years. He has had a rough, rough life. Never Andrew, been Andrew, to a I'm buffet. really, really sorry. I hope Andrew can hear this out in Vale as he's had such a tough life. So I, I got to throw something out. I've kind of become addicted to Instagram and follow certain things. And has anyone ever seen the solo fire pits on Instagram, like the, the ads, they pop up? We were at a 
Couples House Saturday night who actually made a fantastic chicken and white bean chili. And they say they've been doing some entertaining in the back around this fire pit. So Abby, who hates the cold, and Saturday night around here was freaking freezing. She dressed up like she was going skiing. She had ski pants on, heated gloves on, a great hat in her warm, warm coat, and was sitting around eating chili around the fire pit. And this thing throws off the most incredible amount of heat. She had to take off her hat and her gloves and we are going to buy one of those solo. And I have a beautiful fire pit in the backyard. I think I'm going to put that solo fire pit in my fire pit, and it'll throw off that much more heat. Really, really impressive. Could you see making any chicken wings or anything over this new fire pit? So I did some research on the solo pit, and they do have one where you can add a grill to it. But that thing is so hot, I, don't, I think it would just burn everything. It was crazy. You got to buy the Yukon. And we had a fun night. So, again, you got to embrace the outdoors. But it's getting tiring, and this nice weather coming up should be feel good on the bones. Hey, let me ask you a question, because I enjoyed some last night. Do you do you keep ice cream in the house in the winter? Uh, so funny you ask this. This is crazy. <laughs> I took down a half a pint of Trader Joe's mint chip, the high-end piece, last night. I sat right by my sink with a spoon, and I went to town on it. Took it, to, took half a pint down and threw it out. Could you have gone? Well, it was only half a pint left? Only half a pint oh, left. Oh, because if it was a full pint, that could have been I gone, think I right? could have taken it down. Yeah. I, I was just possessed. I, I, so I usually have a Brigham's coffee and some other mint chip. There's only like <laughs> Hold on. So once I finished the mint chip, I went into the coffee for a couple of scoops of that. So I got to tell you the truth. And I left a little of the coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah, but the, I, just a small amount. So somebody opens the cover and says, who left what? this? Exactly. Come on. <laughs> I had last night, it was just old-fashioned ice cream, but it was great, was the patchwork from Hood. Hood is a uh, brand on the East Coast, folks, and it's just chocolate chocolate and and vanilla, and it was just great. It was like, you know, the Hoodsy Cup, chocolate, vanilla, chocolate, vanilla, chocolate, vanilla. So do you try to pick, like, go for a scoop of chocolate, or do you always get a combination of both vanilla and chocolate on one bite? Um, No, with, with the patchwork, I will do that. And I'll tell you, in my opinion, what's awful in ice cream is cookie dough. Cookie dough shouldn't even be allowed. It shouldn't. Cookie dough is the most overrated. I think simplicity always wins in ice cream. But I, yeah, but I do like usually a little texture. Well, a little nut or uh, a chocolate chip, mocha, mocha almond fudge. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Now, where you have an issue with too much chocolate in your chocolate chip cookies, can your ice cream have too much fudge? It. I can have yes. I'm not a big fan with the big globs of fudge. I like a thin, thin little strain going through. And I will say that the Trader Joe's mint chip had dark chocolate chips, which are very key. But they were the thin pieces, not the big chunks. I like the thin. It was, it was, it was very good. And now, it was white mint chip. Do you ever whoa. see? Do you ever when you think of mint chip? Do you think it's green or white? Well, the ice cream's green and the chips are dark. Ch- right. No, but. This was white ice, white mint chip, oh. not green mint chip. So oh, that's wow. the question. So my, we have a debate in my house. They say, you're weird. Mint chip ice cream is always green. I'm like, no, it isn't. And I showed them, I'm like, see, white mint chip. That's, I like that. Now, Breyers me- was white mint chip. 
Now, when you go and you look at that ice cream case at the supermarket, do you look to see what brand is on sale? Because no, I'm going with I'm going with what I want. The reason I ask is because usually there's a featured brand that they've cut a deal with the market to uh, feature them, and it's two ninety nine for the half gallon, where most of the other ones are four ninety nine. I do, Robbie Shapiro. I'm sorry to say, but I do like getting a good ice cream deal. I, I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Jane. She caught up on some of the past. Uh, episodes, and she said, oh my God, Elio's, going back to my childhood, I said, I used to live on that every Saturday night. I said, how many sheets would you have? Two? One or two or three? We would cook, the, we would cook I would cook two, but my dad would have the other one. This is have- this is the frozen pizza. For those that didn't hear us talking about this a couple weeks ago, Elio's is a brand of frozen pizza where it's three square slices in a sheet, and there's three sheets in the box. And then she said to me, and then after that, I would take down my favorite thing in the world, Briar's Mint Chip. It brought back such memories. So I, I thought that was. I can't remember Jay the last time I ordered mint chip. I don't like the mintiness. I saw it. I was at Trader Joe's, so I bought it. But my point is, we're hearing from our, a lot of our people out there who keep listening and sending in nice comments. Thank you, everyone out there. We really appreciate the listeners. We do. Speaking of, I want to thank a couple people that also do some other things. Ken Joe, outdoor advertising. Ken Joe, anywhere around the country, they're in a lot of cities. If you have outdoor advertising you want to do, Ken Joe's the way to go. And, of course, our good friends at American-Eats.com, a hell of a website for restaurants around the country. Sounds great to me. All right. So... I'm Matt Hawkman. And I'm Jay Shapiro. And check us out at food.fanatics is our Instagram. We're also on Facebook. We look forward to catching up to you next week. I got to go to the market because I have a big meal I need to prepare. Pressure's on. Peace out. Peace out. The Food Fanatics Podcast with Matt Hawkman and Jay Shapiro. For sponsorship information, contact matt.hawkman62 at gmail.com. That's matt.ho. O-C-H-M-A-N 62 at gmail.com. The Food Fun Addicts.